Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. 53106 is the text line number if you want to get in touch with us here on the programme today. Now, I mentioned at the start of the show, really interesting interview, um, a podcast with TV presenter and author Richard Osman. And he was talking about his height and how he has been constantly... Well, received comments about it all throughout his entire 50 odd years. He's six seven, and he's admitted this week that, you know, being tall has plagued him throughout his entire lifetime. So much so that he stopped going out for a period, feels embarrassed and was actually quite delighted that the, uh, the term bo- body shaming has become a thing because he can now tell people when they constantly need to remind him about how tall he is that they're actually body shaming him. And I've been asking today people to get in touch with us. I mean, is this something that resonates with you? Do you experience this if you're a tall person? Do you do you find it aggravating, frustrating when people constantly need to comment on uh, on your height? Broadcaster Barbara Scully is with us on the programme today. Can you relate to this, Barbara? And I say you can as well. I can you? indeed, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> all five, yeah. all five foot eight and a half of me. Five foot eight and a half, right? Well, I'm six foot tall, um, and yeah, it definitely is something that resonated with me. But it is something that, as I got older, became less of an issue. And I don't know whether that's because I've kind of grown into the general population. <laughs> In other words, six feet tall now isn't as tall as it was back in the seventies and eighties when I reached my zenith height of six feet tall. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those strange things. It's a bit like ageism, that people feel it's okay to comment about. Um, so in other words, you know, people have been, like what Richard Osmond said, telling me for years, kind of, oh my God, you're really tall. Like as if you didn't know. <laughs> like, it's the really? first time you and heard I, it. Yeah, and I mean, it is that happens and happens constantly. And my youngest daughter is six foot two, which I kind of think is probably the equivalent of being six foot back in the 70s yeah. relative to the rest of the population. And she is in college. She has a part-time job in a, at a local uh, supermarket. But she said every shift. Now, besides the fact that she gets asked to hand things down from high shelves, which is fine. That's no problem. <laughs> but she said people do. She said nearly every shift somebody will stop her. And she said it's very often. I was just talking to her there before I came on air with you. It's very often middle-aged men who go, wow, God, you're really tall. How tall are you? Um, and, as you know, as if you're some sort of a freak. a fictional <laughs> character, nearly like. Yeah. Totally. I mean, when I was in school, obviously, when I was in secondary school and I was taller than everybody else in the school, teachers and students, um, teachers and nuns uh, kind of equated height with strength. So in other words, I was the cart horse of the class. Anytime something had to be lifted, moved, windows open, yeah. blinds closed, big bits of, we had, and back in those days, audiovisual equipment was huge, big, heavy stuff that came in a trolley. Scully was dispatched to get that and wheel it back. Um, also, my PE teacher thought I should be great at all kinds of sports, which I was <laughs> really awful at. So I got press ganged into the basketball team yeah. for years and I was useless, but just because I was tall. I got tried out for all kinds of athletics, which again, like high jumps, long jumps, useless at all of them. But nobody would take no for an answer. Nobody, I, you know, if I said, look, I don't want to be on the basketball team, thanks very much. Yeah. That didn't, that really you were didn't pushed matter. into it. You were pushed into uh, it. D- d- does it bother your daughter, Barbara? I think it does. 
Um, you know, I think it's much harder to deal with when you're younger. It is, yeah, it is. But you're getting used to your body in all kinds of ways. Um, so I do think it is difficult. It does make you stand out. It does kind of... Which is you, grand you know, if you want to stand out. Yeah. But when you don't want to stand out and you just want to blend in, then it's an absolute yeah. problem. Forget that. Yeah, you're never going to blend in. Like, there's loads of advantages to being tall, which I'm constantly telling my daughter about. But it does. And I mean, things have improved insofar as she doesn't have to deal with what I had to deal with in the 70s of never having sleeves long enough, Mm. never having trousers long enough, um, never being able to wear tights ever. I have never worn tights, you know, and I could move to the Arctic Circle and I still probably wouldn't wear tights because I still have that feeling of your tights heading south because they're they're (laughs) way too short for your long legs. The parallel tall legs. Now there's tall ranges and there are, you can actually shop for clothes. But I... The other problem that I think as a woman that you encounter a lot, and certainly I encountered it when I was younger, is that men, again, as my daughter said, particularly middle-aged men, don't really like having to look up or talk up to a woman. To a woman. Um, yeah. And that was certainly a big problem when I started to work. I remember one particular boss, and you know, I was I was never backwards about going forwards, giving out about stuff that I didn't think was right. And I was on the warpath about something. And I landed into his office, obviously with some kind of complaint. And he was, he was a small man, but he looked at me and he said, I am not going to speak to you until you sit down. Right. <laughs> because he did not want me lording it over him. Having to look up to you. Yeah. I remember another night being out for a work event. Now, it was an evening, but it was a work event. And being introduced to somebody, you know, in a business context. And I put my hand, they said, you know, whoever was introducing me said, this is Barbara, Barbara, this is Fred. I put my hand out to shake Fred and he literally just stood back and went, whoa, you're really tall. And I remember I turned around and walked away. I know. It's it's incredible the stuff that people say to you. Stay with us, Barbara. I want to get listener experiences on this as well today. Some of the texts coming into us. Um, Actually, I'll come to them in a moment. 53106 is the number. Former professional rugby player Devin Toner is on the line. Devin. Can you, listening to Richard Osman talk about, you know, being body shamed for how tall he is, like, have you had this down through the years? Um, yeah, no, yeah. I have. Um, it, it, it obviously got better for me once I kind of came in the public eye and started playing rugby a bit, but I 100% got it during school and, 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 and all through my school years. Yeah, no, absolutely. I still get it when, when, when like, obviously people who don't know rugby or don't recognise me would would obviously come up to me like I, I get people taking pictures of me just because I'm taller. And, and Are you serious? Nothing to do with rugby at all. Nothing to do with rugby. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's funny. What height are you, Devin? I'm six foot ten. So this is yeah. Richard Osman is talking about this in the context of being six seven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and he. No. Like, yeah, no, I've had it all, and like I, I, I had it all through school as well. So like I kind of. When I when I got into first year, I was probably six foot four. You know, when I was twelve, thirteen year old, and then yeah. kind of, I got to six foot ten when I was maybe seventeen, eighteen, and I kind of and then kind of stopped. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 initially I didn't like it. I was quite self conscious about it, like walking, maybe walking down Grafton Street. I'd stay to stay to the left and and and, and keep to the shops and avoid the crowds and hated going to Gaelic games or rugby games or standing in front of people or feeling awkward. But I think once you get used to that, and once you kind of grow up, and once you and once you you get used to it, you kind of mm. feel confident about it, and, and, and I kind of love it now, to be honest. 
Yeah, but it, it, I, I wonder if you weren't involved in rugby and didn't have the career that you had, and and obviously you're you know you're you're well known and you're in the public eye. But you yeah. know, it's funny like a lot of the texts coming in from people are even just simple little things like going to the cinema, and and one mm-hmm. listener here is talking about somebody tapped them on the shoulder and gave out to them for blocking their mm-hmm. view, yeah. <laughs> as if they had a choice. I know it's annoying. Yeah, you could go to the cinema or, or going to any shows or con- or, or or like any shows right now. I have to make sure I have to, I have to get the aisle seats. Do you know what I mean so? I, I can't I can't sit in the middle of the row. So like I have to make sure I have my proper seats. Do you know what I mean? Even on a, on an airplane as well, I have to have the emergency exits. So I have to double check everything and obviously pay a price for it. Do you know what I mean for yeah. for, all the, for all the extra legroom? You know. But uh, even as a kid, you know, going through that kind of the teen years, like when you cast your mind back to that, it's tough enough as it is. As it is. But mm-hmm. when you have that one, you know, if, if there's one thing that people can find or or you know just kind of hang on to, like it can be really emba- mm-hmm. it can be embarrassing. Like that's sort of yeah, mine. No, absolutely. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah huge embarrassing. Yeah. I'm I'm six three. Um, I'm a woman in six three. Says this texter. I get daily comments about my height, often really humiliating. Um, and then when I let it be known that I'm offended, I'm told that I should be proud and not so sensitive. It's as if it's fine to point out my height in a derogatory way, but if I call somebody out on it. I'm the problem. I also get a stark reminder of my so-called difference when trying to find a wedding dress. I was laughed at, pointed at, referred to as a giant, eventually just told that I had to get a dress that was too short. Why do we celebrate plus size as long as it's waistline? Uh, but we never do when it comes to, to somebody's height. Barbara, can you, does that... Like, you know, it, it, there are definitely difficulties with... Um, well, not so much nowadays, but definitely over the years, like the, the jeans were always a huge problem for me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I remember my first job, I worked in the travel business back in the year, Josh, in the very, very early 80s. And I had a uniform and I had to get my uniform skirt specially made with two extra inches added to the length of it or it was a mini skirt. Um, so, and I mean, God, what Devon says about flights. I mean, I don't know who designs aircraft seats. And I, luckily, I'm lucky I have a daughter who lives in Australia and I do travel long haul reasonably regularly. But holy God, like Devon, I have to always get the aisle seat because I wouldn't be able to stand up after spending kind of 11 hours cramped into the middle seat. And mm. um, so, yeah, I wish aircraft uh, designers would give just a little bit because people are getting taller and the space around aircraft seats is getting smaller. Um so, yeah, all of that. But I do think, again, like what Devon says, um, I have, well, I'd want to have at this age. But anyway, I have definitely grown to appreciate my height. I wouldn't change it now. I love the power that it has. I love the fact that you will rarely meet somebody who will not know whether they've met you before or not. You know, people will remember you because right. of your height. Um, I like to be able to see at concerts. I like to be able to see when I'm in a crowd. And I, I mean, I'm aware I'm like a bit of a lighthouse and I know people around me are kind of like, oh, don't sit behind her. You won't be able to see anything. But I can see everything. <laughs> yeah, I, usually, usually, I always find I usually tend to move very de- deliberately to the back of, you know, if you're ever at a wedding and there's a group of friends yeah. and you're taking a photograph, I'll, automatically yeah. I'll, I'll just put myself to the back exactly. of the photograph because you know Absolutely. that somebody's going to say, here, get the, the giraffe to move. Do you <laughs> find, do you find, Devin, that... Um, it's funny because one of the things uh, Richard Osman points out is that he said he was delighted that body shaming, that that as a term has become something that we've embraced and, and we talk about. Do you, can you, do you agree with that or like have you just sort of parked it and, and moved on from it? 
something I would bring up to somebody, like say, oh, your body shaming me. You know what I mean? I'm not, and it, it, I think it's a bit different maybe for me because I'm, they come up to me because of rugby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know? yeah. So it, 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 it is something I've, I've sort of parked and kind of let go. And like, if someone who doesn't know me mentions it, I just, I just, I just ignore them, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> a good thing my brother always does. If, uh, if someone asks him what, what height he is, he just says, the height of ignorance and walked away. <laughs> yeah, I just need to find a sort of a one-liner like that and it'll it'll just yeah. shut it down completely. Okay, yeah. there's loads of messages coming into us. Ellie is with us on the line as well. Do you know what, actually? We'll just we'll take a short break. Uh, stay with us, though. We will be back in a few moments. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. Just to flag the second episode of Workplace Wellbeing with Vincent Wall is out right now and it's a new podcast that helps you navigate wellbeing at work. This week, Vincent speaks to a range of different expert guests and asks, is workplace culture in crisis? Take a listen though to the CEO of the communications group Havas, Chris Upton, who outlines how the next generation of workers view work differently to generations before. So whereas before work was a means to an end to a lot of people, now we're going back a few years now, but it was, you, you got a job and that job was a job for life and that was you set up Happy days. I'm, 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 I'm I remember there. those days. <laughs> so do I. Um, now, the drive to actually make a difference means that they're approaching work in a very different way. In fact, I'm not even sure the word work is applicable anymore. What they're looking to do is they're trying to find a path that will allow them to achieve the goals that they set themselves. Yeah, if you want to listen to the full episode, you can subscribe now. Uh, go to Newstalk.com. You can tune in 7pm Saturday evening here on Newstalk as well. All with thanks to Leia Healthcare uh, for Trusted Health care advice, you can visit leahhealthcare.ie. Now, a few moments ago, we were talking about whether or not you ever feel body shamed for being too tall. And it was comments from the TV presenter and author uh, Richard Osman in a podcast talking about the fact that he's 6'7". He feels quite embarrassed about it. We've had a lot of reaction, though, from listeners here today. Um, this texter says, my 10-year-old daughter is quite tall and it's constantly remarked upon by adults who think that it's OK to do this as if my daughter isn't able to understand them. None of them would be so past remarkable um, if it was t- if they were talking about me or my partner. But because it's a child, they seem to have no problem. The size of her feet are constantly been brought up on a regular basis, mainly by other parents who comment on how big they are. She wears size 7 shoe. She's very conscious of it because she's 10 years of age, given that most of her friends all wear a size 3. It's extremely difficult to buy age-appropriate clothes for her um, because she's mainly in the adult section and I'm worried it's going to cause body issues for her down through the years. Ellie is with us on the line in Cork. Ellie, you were listening to this conversation with uh, Barbara Scully and Devon Toner a few moments ago. Why did you get in touch? Oh, well, it was lovely to hear to hear them. I, I feel like I found my tribe, Andrea. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm six foot two. And, uh, and, and it, I read Richard Osmond's article, or an article, sorry, I didn't listen to the podcast, mm. uh, you know, with his comments. And I just thought it was really, really interesting. I mean, I don't, I don't, like, I'm a journalist, I'm based in Cork, and I, I, I've never written about it, but it does have a, an impact on your yeah. day-to-day life. And I definitely, the whole idea that it's kind of given him some social anxiety it does resonate because you really have to kind of armour yourself when you're going into social settings because you know you're just going to encounter it. So I do a lot of like arts and culture writing. I might be at a three-day festival. I could be approached literally every hour for the entire time. And what I get most of the time is I get 
Game of Thrones because I've got short blonde hair as well. Right. So I get told, oh, you know, like Gwendolyn Christie, the actress who played Brienne of Tarth, uh, uh in Game of Thrones. So that's what I get all the time. And it's just so unoriginal. More than anything else, it's just boring because you're just fielding these comments and trying to stay polite. But here's the thing. I'm not sure if I do think that it is actually body shaming because I think that... So, like, I take Richard Osmond's point that we've kind of come to a stage now where it's not really socially acceptable to talk about each other's mm. physical appearance and make each other feel self-conscious. You would never walk up to someone, a stranger at a festival and say to them, oh, wow, you're so bald. You know? yeah. So why is this the last one that is socially acceptable to say to people? I think it's because people think it's a compliment. Whether or not they're saying it in a in a kind of a, you know, a, a ridiculous way or whatever, I think that in general people think yeah. that it's they have well, positive... Well meant, well meant commentary. Leander's with us as oh, well. Yeah. Um, Leander, do you, is, is that the sort of experience you've had, like where people, it's well-meaning? It's, I, I think it's well-meaning. There is a sense of um, drawing attention to your body and your height. And I think it is also for young people. I was just listening to um, one of your last calls talking about old oh, a text about their ten-year-old daughter. Yes. And I have often seen tall young people walking down the road, pulling their sleeves down, not maintaining eye contact, and and shrinking into their bodies because they're so aware of their height. I'm six foot. I can resonate exactly with what Barbara and Devon were saying. I hate flying uh, because there's, there's absolutely no room. But I was, it really did knock my confidence for years until I say I was in my 40s and I was so aware of my height. People commented constantly. What kind of things did they say, Leander? Oh, my, well, my brother, who I actually pulled up a few years ago, he called me giant, which is an abbreviation of giant. And, you know, oh, here comes the giant, and oh, giant knows that because she's so tall. And he would do that in front of all of his friends. Uh, people used to just say lanky Leander. That was another big one. Uh, and you just get laughed at. Yeah. I know you're. So, I know uh, um, you're still with us as well, Ellie, there on the line. What sort of things do people say to you? So, as I said, people try and people 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 just say, "Oh my gosh, you're so tall." If I get sarcastic, I go like, "Really? I've never noticed that before." Yeah, no one's ever mentioned that before. But I mean, I do think that it is a much bigger problem for young people. I got really quite bullied in school, and definitely being six foot at the age of thirteen was definitely a big part of that. And that can be a really miserable experience. So definitely, like if adults are listening. Like, you know, definitely if you're talking in front of children and stuff, you wouldn't want to be drawing constant attention to it. I just think it's just one that people could just be more aware of, that they might be making people feel self-conscious. You know, I mean, I suppose I get I've had a variety of different types of comments. A lot of the time from women, it'll be like, oh, you're lovely and tall. I wish I was taller. And I'll be saying, yeah, you really don't. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, and then you get a range of stuff. I thought that was really interesting that Barbara was mentioning, you know, the, the middle-aged men. Some men definitely do take umbrage to, um, you know, in kind of in maybe in professional settings. There's a little bit of kind of uh, prickliness about this thing of having this kind of 
tall women because people see it as quite imposing or whatever and that yeah. definitely seems to be a problem for some men. It's it's fascinating some of the stories actually coming into us here just on texts. Um, do you know what? If you want to get in touch and you're listening to to Ellie and Leander there, lunchtime live at newstalk.com. That's the email address. We might uh, touch back on this on Monday afternoon. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.